ho, ho. Merry Christmas special. <laughs> Welcome to Falling in Love with My Wife, a very special Christmas special. This is that, Grace. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. This is coming out on Christmas Eve. Pretty cool. Yes, pretty cool indeed. So we've decided to do a Christmas special because I felt like our um, finale of season one shouldn't have come out on Christmas Eve. I thought, okay, let's push that later to the end of the year. Yeah, that feels much more like a New Year's Eve topic. And just a reminder, the topic is that we're supposed to ask each other for advice on a situation that we're in. Yes. Um, and, and so we're asking all of our listeners as well to submit questions. And we got a few, which are really great, and we're excited to answer. But we would love to hear more questions. So please email us at... GraceRyanPodcast at gmail.com. You got a problem? Yo, we'll solve it. Yeah. So this is the Christmas special, which is very exciting because it's just going to be real loose and goose and, and fun. Loose and goose and. You know, I didn't mean to say loose and goose and, but <laughs> that is, those are the words that came out. So What was the thing we said last night? Um, oh, does remember. does football play on Christmas? Does No, that's wrong. You said, does Christmas play on football? Oh, yeah. That's what I said. Does Christmas play on football? And I said, no, but I think basketball plays on football. <laughs> and I was like, no, none of this is right. Yeah. That's so, good. Christmas special, Grace, I think it would be nice to take a trip down memory lane mm -hmm. and just share a couple of nice Christmas memories that you or I or both of us have shared Yeah, uh, with our family members and all of the people that we can't really get to see this year because of, uh, well, you know. Yeah. So why was going on? The um, Grinch 19. Yeah. I also have a Christmas grievance, a special oh. Christmas grievance Ooh. for you coming up. What do you have? What is that? They're jingle bells. That could have been good good for the intro. I know. I forgot. Okay. Um, well, I'm just going to pepper them in. Uh, when should we have jingle bells? When I'm going to leave that up to you as executive producer, one half of the operation. Okay. Co-executive producer. And they're on the <laughs> table. So, Grace, do you have any, like... Christmas memories. What do, I mean, your family does Christmas huge. Yeah, we do Christmas big. We love Christmas. Um, and I think that our style is that we get each other a lot of presents, um, but they're not always like necessarily like big ticket items. I mean, we do do that, but a lot of the things are like I we would like burn CDs for each other and, you know, like more wrap each. You could you'd wrap each track individually if you could. Exactly. Yeah. It's like more fun just to like open everything. It's an abundance of things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like uh, even if it's just like stuff we like could kind of use around the house, like batteries or something like that. Yeah. But that it's was... like fun. It's fun to open. And it's like, oh, now I don't have to buy this, mm -hmm. you know, as as uh, someone who's entered your family right mm -hmm. like i have become part of the family so yeah. i was completely overwhelmed at the first eubank family <laughs> christmas that i was enjoyed yeah. because one is the biggest tree i'd ever seen it was like 14 feet tall i mean it's it, like 20 strings of lights it's a lot of lights it's a huge huge tree mm -hmm. it's there's tons of decorations there is just like stuff like you know from every decade, it's just like Christmas is a true tradition in this house. And yeah. It, there are so many little things that, that are weaved together. But also, there's nowhere to walk because you are presents are up to your shins. Uh-huh. I mean, it's so many presents. Yeah. There's like there's like a pathway that you have to walk to it's, get around. There's a, so there was a lot of stuff. And just to like express how much how much excitement and how many things there are on Christmas at your fa family's house... The dog threw up from excitement. <laughs> the f so cute. 
So that's how the, your family, it, it, how it is. Mm-hmm. And, and my family, I grew up with a fake tree. You know, we would pull the tree out of the basement. It was right. very ceremonial. You know, my traditions were just a little bit different. We would stack the tree. We'd move the stuff. We'd do the garland and whatever else. But a lot of ours... Uh, as a kid was like we do the Christmas in the morning but then we would be the family that travels we'd go uh-huh. to my grandparents uh, my other grandparents sometimes we would go to like one of my uncle's house you know there was a lot of movement on Christmas day which was really fun and I like that um, then we started to go to midnight mass mm-hmm. which is another thing that your mom does every year yeah two sides of, of similar traditions I think yeah. for us yeah, we do Midnight Mass. That was kind of like a later thing that I started doing with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like one where a lot of people, they have Midnight Mass that uh, ends at midnight. No, 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 no. Our starts at midnight. So you get yeah. out at like one thirty, one forty-five. It's crazy. <laughs> you're so exhausted. But it's, it's, a, it's a full beautiful. Catholic Mass. And truly, like, I'm going to, uh, sad that we can't do normal Christmas things mm-hmm. this year. But I'm kind of okay with not going to Mass that starts at midnight that you have to show up at 11 to get a seat well yeah you have to like show up at like 10 30 because 11 is when the music starts there's an hour of music and then the actual mass starts with more music at midnight it's a lot it's it's a long time it's beautiful it is beautiful it's just a lot it's just a whole lot and then you get back and you're you know falling asleep at like three and then you wake up and there's just like so many things (laughs) and the dog's throwing up yep um yeah so you did the fake tree we have always cut down our own tree Mm -hmm. um except for a few years which i will get into later on in this episode well go for it tell me right now oh um well we always had like a tradition unintentional of picking the worst possible day to cut down our tree and it was always like it would be freezing cold or like hailing or something and like muddy and we're like traipsing around so cold and so there's one year that we um, tied it into the car, like, on top of the SUV. But then um, my parents had, like, gone through the windows and locked themselves out of the car. So they had to climb into the car <laughs> through the windows because they had already... And they had, like, spent way too much time attaching this tree to the top of the car that, like, they weren't going to undo right, it just you to get in the car. open the door. Exactly. Right. Because it was, t- like, the doors were tied closed uh and then of course there was the spider year so we get a beautiful tree as always huge lovely uh and on christmas morning you know the fire is roaring it's nice and toasty inside we're opening presents under the tree and look down there's like a little tiny tiny baby spider on one of my presents so i'm like oh and there's a spider and like kind of i'm like grossed out and then there's more spiders then suddenly there's spiders everywhere teeny tiny baby spiders everywhere because there was a spider nest in the tree (laughs) which had been all cold and not ready to hatch when it was outside but on christmas morning with that fire roaring uh those baby spiders were like ah it's spring time to hatch (laughs) and they all came pouring out of the tree uh and that's when my dad uh like ripped the tree out (laughs) of the ornaments and all yeah and like dragged it outside on christmas (laughs) morning uh and that was one of the more memorable Years. Uh, so now my mom has since gotten both my sister and I uh, Christmas spider ornaments. We have one so on the So we tree. have a Christmas spider. Yeah. And I mean, it was like horrifying at the time, but now it's just so funny. Now it's really, really yeah. funny. And I love that my mom, I know my mom is listening to this in Missouri and saying that's why 
That is why <laughs> we have the fake tree. Right. Don't knock my fake tree because there's <laughs> never been a spider's nest in there. True. Um, yes. Next Christmas tale. I want to share a story about the time. This is my parents are very thoughtful gift givers, mm -hmm. as is my brother and my sister. Like everyone's really good at gifts. I always feel like I do a little like uh, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I don't know. I wish I was a better gift giver. But I express interest in learning how to play the guitar when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And my parents, of course, then got me a guitar. Mm -hmm. And I decided after one Christmas day that I just this I'm not going to learn how to play the guitar. <laughs> I can't do it. But that for that whole day, I tried to play the guitar and I was like getting upset that I was not immediately the greatest just at shredding. it yeah. but i took it around we took it to my uncle's house i was like just strumming on it it was completely out of tune um so it was a great gift but i feel bad about it because i didn't really have the commitment to do to yeah. follow through you know like if you get a kid a bike he better learn how to ride the bike <laughs> i'm sure that my parents in some ways were like why, why is he not playing the guitar mm -hmm. we like tracked down a guitar and it's like because i thought i was just going to be eddie van halen immediately upon picking up this <laughs> instrument but it's like oh this is like it uh, takes dedication and i just didn't didn't do it yeah i get it so i feel bad about that but it was really thoughtful because i expressed interest in like that'd be cool if i were eddie van halen wouldn't that be cool everybody yeah and then it turns out i was not is that your favorite gift you received or do you have like a I've gotten a lot of great gifts. I've gotten a Me lot too. of a lot of great gifts. I, I don't think I have a favorite. I have expressed that like a bike is always a monumental thing in my mind, mm -hmm. which is why if you can remember this from what was it two Christmases ago mm -hmm. when I built a bicycle yes. for this child. Yes. So the backstory on that is that we usually participate in a program where we adopt a kid's letter around the holidays and help them get the presents that they want and so my kid I think wanted a bunch of clothes easy had a great time doing that your kid wanted a bike they're not supposed to ask for anything over like twenty dollars yeah and most of them don't which is why I had three letters that year right I had a high school kid I had a little kid and then I had a senior yes and the senior wanted something that was like electric blanket I was like okay so I can spend another 15 or 20 bucks to get this senior an electric blanket that's great mm -hmm. if a senior's asking for electronics and I don't have to explain it to them great <laughs> the high school girl wanted boots okay fine the boots were like a little bit more money than 20 bucks but this is exactly what she wanted yeah. she wrote the size she explained why she wants the boots it was like a nice letter yeah. cool they're like this, snow boots they were cute yeah this little boy in the bronx asked for a bicycle i can't look at the little letter to santa claus <laughs> with a drawing with of a drawing him. of him on a bicycle and say yeah, well, what if I got you not that? Yeah, here's what if, some mittens. Here are some mittens, right. Here's some just some junk I got from Target for $20 because I already spent money on this old woman's electric blanket. <laughs> so I bought a bicycle. Yeah. I bought a bicycle and I got it. Obviously, I got it online. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a car then. I couldn't just go driving to Walmart or something and get a bicycle. So I got a bicycle online. It was like more money than it needed to be. Um, and but the then, kicker is that it was not not assembled. assembled. So I did my best. I assembled this bicycle as well as I could. I got the brakes working as best I could, and then I determined this is not. This is going to kill a child. <laughs> I, did, I did. It was very thoughtful of you to be like, oh, I, you know, like 
this poor kid's parents is going to have are going to have to figure this out you know like and it's way more exciting to have an assembled bike rather than a box, a box, of, box right. of bike parts this kid couldn't have Christmas assembled morning. it and yeah. like so i assembled the bicycle and then i was like okay i still don't feel confident in like the braking ability of this bicycle mm-hmm. everything's like a little bit off i'm like okay i did my best so i'm gonna wheel this bicycle down a couple of blocks to a bicycle repair shop and explain my situation and i'm sure that guy will just check out the brakes this son of a bitch (laughs) he i explained the whole thing he goes sure i'll look at it and then he did he tightened up two screws which made the bike better i will give him credit it fixed the bike the problem that i was having because i didn't have whatever i needed to do to did not kill this child he charged me I was like, but it's just it's just volunteer it's for the New York care. Like I'm 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 Santa Claus. Yeah. And this guy charged me, so then I had to pay him money, and then the bicycle was fixed, and then of course I had to take it to a, a elementary school in the Bronx, which is not close to where we no, are. No, that and takes was, about two hours. It takes about two hours. So I was on the subway with a bicycle for two hours. And I was just like, this kid better learn how to ride this bicycle. <laughs> like, this is just outrageous. If I don't see this kid, like, I, you know, this bicycle going all around or in the New York City Marathon or whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, it was just crazy. Uh, that was very nice of you to get that bike. You did spend like over $100 more than the limit, but. Uh, way, way more, especially because I got charged from, you know. I know. That's right. By the bicycle repair man. Well, one of my favorite christmas gifts i ever received was puppies yeah that's a big gift you know there's a lot of commercials about how you shouldn't get puppies for people i know but we wanted puppies anyway also when my parents got us puppies it's not like they wanted the puppies well everybody wanted the puppies i know but like you have to want to take care of the puppy yeah as sia's christmas song um explains what's the name of that one um Puppies are forever? Puppies are forever, not just for Christmas. Because you have to want to, you have to love them in the entire life. Yes. You know, this is a life form you're giving somebody. You're giving someone a responsibility that licks your nose. Well, (laughs) yeah, that was, uh, it was like, I think maybe a week before Christmas. So we didn't get them Christmas morning, but Mm. um, it was really exciting. And I remember um, that day, my parents saying like, there's like going to be a surprise later. And we were like guessing what it was and i remember one of my guesses was stickers like yeah <laughs> yeah we got you stickers and we thought it was exciting enough to tell you there's going to be a surprise the easy later. to please you bank children <laughs> yeah very sweet but then we they had to sit down on the ground and close our eyes and then they put the puppies in our lap and we opened our eyes and there were puppies it was so nice <laughs> it was really nice that is nice yeah i like that that's very sweet so good also the timing was that it like they didn't like order designer puppies these were like um yeah, uh, farm dogs yeah these were like somebody put an ad in the paper like oh my dog had puppies I got do too you many want of these things yeah, yeah. that's great that's great. I mean, that's what I like about going back to my parents in Missouri is that occasionally when you're at the Walmart, you'll just see a box of animals that someone has what? in the truck. Well, there's one time there's a box of dogs. There's like, yeah, someone just take these dogs. Oh, my God. And if I, I wish I did at the time, but now I have my beautiful baby, of <laughs> yeah, course. Yeah. But like, it's just great. It's, you know, it's yeah. just, how else do you get rid of your dogs <laughs> if you have too many dogs? I guess you take them to Walmart. 
I would have a just hard time doing that. I really would. I think if like Lily can't, but if she could have puppies and she did, I don't foresee myself giving them away. I'd be like, they're family. They have to stay together. And yeah. like, I think there's a, some other stuff going on here. Like, <laughs> well, no, they have to. They stay yeah. together. Uh, We're raising them with good morals. Mm-hmm. So I have a Christmas memory of my childhood about how excited I would get over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Loved it so much. We had this old TV that you could adjust the volume on wow. while, while it was off. Oh. That's the important part. Oh, okay. okay. It was old enough to wear like the buttons, the electronics, whatever. It was always kind of on. It was like an analog thing where like you like turn the dial. Basically. Well, they were they were hard buttons, but it was okay. like something where there was power always going to it. And uh-huh. I realized you could, I learned that you could have changed the volume or the channel while the TV itself was actually off. Mm-hmm. So I snuck out. I was probably like, I was probably like six or seven. I was mm-hmm. pretty young. So I go, I sneak out. And I was like going to try to catch Santa Claus. I wanted to stay up. And it was like three in the morning, four in the morning on Christmas. So I go out and I adjust the volume on the TV and I turn it all, all the way down, mm-hmm. all the way down, as down as I could go. I pressed it a hundred times, you know, <laughs> and then I turned on the TV because I was going to watch my cartoons, <laughs> wait for Santa and be the first to open presents. And like everything was doing me great. This yeah. is the ultimate Christmas. And so, uh, you know, I, I turn on the TV and boom, it is the loudest, brightest thing. I turned the volume all the way up <laughs> to as loud as this thing could go. My dad comes running out of the uh, <laughs> of his room using words that aren't for Christmas. Uh-huh. And it was just very funny. I don't remember too much that happened after <laughs> that other than I just scared the hell out of my parents from by turning the TV all the way up and turning it on <laughs> in the middle of Christmas. You know, because there's probably like yeah. plenty of stories on the 6 o'clock news about like people are going to break into your house at yeah, Christmas. Yeah. And so I'm sure that's exactly what was going through their mind. Oh my God. But I just scared the hell out of them. And... Uh, we had to go back to sleep before we opened presents. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's so funny. Hoof. Do you have any more Christmas memories you want to share? Um, well, I have one more tree memory. And um, this is, we got, once again, a really big tree. And there was like a special nice tree stand that was made by Rubbermaid. And uh, we had it like in the big like floor to ceiling windows and like the sun was shining in. It was beautiful. It's nice and toasty. And uh, one cool thing about the room where we have the Christmas tree is that there's radiant heating in the floor. So uh, we're opening. It is very cool. It's like steam pipes that go underneath, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so like the floor gets hot and or like warm and it's really nice and toasty. It's like tile floor. So it's Christmas morning. We're opening presents. uh, And then all of a sudden the tree just tips and falls (laughs) onto me mostly. Oh no. Um, And I was totally fine but we looked at what happened and it was this rubbermaid tree stand had between the sun beating in the windows and the radiant floor underneath had just melted that plastic uh and the the tree tree fell on me so what happened then we still use this tree stand but my dad filled the bottom of it with Uh, concrete is that why it's like 70 pounds that's why it's like 70 pounds because it fell on me one year that's wild yeah yeah that's why we have this that um really really heavy concrete tree stand now we got an incredible tree stand yes it's called the crinner k-r-i-n-n-e-r it is a the crinner genie activated the tree genie yeah 
But it's a foot pedal. You, you know, tap it with your foot. It opens up like a claw. Mm-hmm. You throw the tree in the middle and then you tap your foot again and it pinches onto it. Because last year our tree fell three times. Yeah. You could do it like one handed. It's incredible. I, I did it in, I, I put the tree up. I don't know what. Uh, maybe three seconds. It, I tried to take a video and by the time <laughs> yeah. I hit record, you were done. Yeah. It's amazing. And it hasn't fell. And we, I had like wanted this for a while. I saw it on the internet and we were like waiting for it to go on sale and it never did. One time, you know how I just like prowl the streets for free stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and one time I saw something on the street <laughs> when we were together, I think. And I just yes. said, is that a crinner? Yeah. And it wasn't. It was trash. Uh, it was trash. But you've been wanting the thing. And so we just pulled the trigger. It's like a little bit more money than you'd think you'd spend. But the tree hasn't fell. I think it was, what, $90? No, I think it was $70. $70. Okay. But we're going to be using this for the rest of our lives. Yeah, we it's assume. truly amazing. And it's amazing. not going to melt. It's truly amazing. It won't melt. So, the, yeah, the Crinner Tree Genie. Highly, highly recommend. Whoa. Ooh, that's our first product endorsement on the podcast. Yeah. Um, Crinner, guys, if you're out there, let us know. Uh, we'll do if a you commercial do for a, you. A, some SponCon. So, I'm sorry, what did you just say? SponCon, sponsored content. Oh, okay. Great. I have a grievance. All right, let's hear it. I think it's time for Christmas grievance. Okay. You mentioned Midnight Mass. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, Midnight Mass is nice because people get together and they sing. They learn that there are (laughs) second verses to Christmas songs that Uh they've never heard before. Everyone's mumbling through stuff. But if you do know the words, you should sing because you're in church. And I remember maybe the first or second Eubank family Christmas that I attended. (laughs) We went to Midnight Mass. And what do you do in Midnight Mass? You sing when you know the words. And so I sang along and you hit me in the side and you judged me and said, stop making fun of everyone. (laughs) Is that that an accurate assessment? I thought that you were trying to sing with a funny voice i thought you were like purposefully singing out of tune to make me laugh and i was like this is like a solemn beautiful moving i have a beautiful bass (laughs) i have a beautiful bass voice i felt very that i like to use i felt very bad after when you were like oh when like the realization that like you were just singing with all of your heart <laughs> yeah and not yeah trying to mess with me so rude yeah. so I'm mean really i have acted up in church plenty of times at christmas and i have paid the price for it i've been my dad hit me with the bible one time <laughs> to me and it which was much louder than i was being i don't act up in church um in a loud way anymore i still occasionally will make your mom laugh or whatever one time i just kept trying to pass her a cough drop which was great um that was a, that was a really solid bit yeah so <laughs> um but, but you you made fun of me for saying christmas tunes in christmas church i'm sorry i really apologize Ugh, so rude christmas grievance aired well, I have a Christmas grievance. Okay. This happened last night. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. yesterday something happened that was like kind of upsetting to me where there has been a string of package thieves. Um, the scum of the earth. The scum of the earth going around. And yesterday I caught one of the thieves and I saw a guy with a big giant black trash bag and he was stuffing packages by our mailboxes into this bag and leaving. So, um, I like, 
didn't get myself in danger, but I did confront him and in like a very pacifist way and got him to stop collecting more, but I wasn't able to stop him from taking what he already had collected. Yeah. Um, Which I want to reiterate that you did the right thing. It's a hard thing to assess that, accuse it, and then also stop that. And you did a great job in like making him stop what he was doing, but you know, you were duped and there's nothing to be shamed about that. Yeah. Because it's like this guy has already, we knew, we saw from other alerts in the neighborhood that they were going around and these were like the wet bandits. Yeah. There are people that are like posting about this and they have the same description and like that they're going from house to house with, or building to building with these giant trash bags and just stuffing packages inside. Right. I think I handled it the right way where I didn't like accuse him of doing anything, but I did get him to stop and I kind of played dumb. Didn't, you know, there's no one else around, so I couldn't do anything. Anyway, I was still like shaken up by it yesterday. So last night it took me like a couple of hours to like kind of like calm down from that because I was all worked up mm-hmm. uh, and then later we're going to bed and we're just kind of like joking around and stuff and so I um, you wanted to go to sleep right away so I asked you uh, naturally to tell me a story and that story should be about a Christmas princess well the story you tell is all about a girl who catches thieves um, and it just reminded me entirely of the thing I was trying to forget. And yeah. then I was up for like another hour and a half and you immediately, after saying the end, you immediately fell asleep and started snoring mm-hmm. once again. Yeah. And so then I was just all worked up trying <laughs> to sleep, thinking about like, oh, should I have done something differently? Like, how should I have handled but this? But you shouldn't have. You did the right thing. No, I you did now, the right I thing. logically know that like there was nothing else I could really do. I couldn't stop a guy who was a lot bigger than me um, from you know, like taking things Who and I clearly is unhinged if he's stealing Christmas presents. Right. And I was the only person there. So I didn't have any backup. I like tried to like stall him so that maybe someone else could come and assist me, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I stalled him as long as I could um, yes. and stopped him from getting the others. Well, well um, it wasn't my finest bedtime story. <laughs> I'm still new at telling bedtime stories. You asked me for a story. So I told you about a robot town where everything's electronic and someone steals the Christmas star off the electronic Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And there's a Christmas princess girl who, and I said it was more of an honorable title because she stopped, she thwarted the thieves in the end and got yeah. the star back and made everybody realize that Christmas isn't just about things. It's also, it's about the, the community that right. we share. So, Ugh. sorry. It was a poor story, I guess, for <laughs> your circumstance. But you tried. You sprung it on me, and I thought, you know, this is a yeah. Let's good just like drudge something up that she was trying to forget about, and right before bed, I was trying to express through this Christmas princess robot Christmas princess story that the <laughs> protagonist girl, who you named Princess Grace, that was your decision. Yeah. <laughs> You interrupted me mid-flow to be like, Grace, her name's Grace, Princess Grace. Okay. (laughs) But she did the right thing and she was in the right. So in my mind, I uh, assuaged your fears and anxieties. That must be why why... you fell asleep so fast and easily. Yeah, because I did a good job. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry that I made fun of your singing in church. Yeah. Well, you should be. It was pretty hurtful. Do we have um, any other Christmas stories we would like to share? I don't share? really have any any more that are... I think this is uh, decent. You know, we're running about our regular episode length here, and I feel like that's a, been fun Christmas uh, walk down Candy Cane Lane. Yeah, this this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Hope you um, get to see or be with family in whatever ways that are possible this year. And we love you guys. 
Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And one thing that you could do for us for Christmas is send us a problem. We'll talk about it on the finale. The email address is graceryanpodcast at gmail.com. You send us a problem. We'll break it down. We'll have some problems of our own for the others to solve. And uh, that'll be the finale that's coming next week, folks. New Year's Eve. Will it be on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. I think so. I, I don't know. I haven't looked at the calendar in many months. Time is an illusion. Bye-bye. Bye.